for more BYU baseball. Let's rejoin Brent Norton. Now the Cougars will come up bottom or top of the fourth. Down now three to nothing. And Hobbs Nyberg will lead it off. Hobbs popped up to the center fielder his first time up. And the Cougars have gone, uh, what, uh, 12 innings now without a run here in Stillwater. About time to get something on the board here. I, I agree. Here's Campbell's first pitch to Nyberg, and that's outside for ball one. We talk about this all year, Brent. This team's that really trust the process and just grow and be patient with type team. You just want to keep seeing improvement. 1-0 pitch. Nyberg fouls that one out of play. Hobbs a highly recruited athlete out of Dixie High School. He's playing his sophomore year for the Cougars. 235 average. A couple of home runs in limited play for Nyberg this year. As Hobbs fouls this one at the plate. And let me tell you, there are positions open and available for BYU right now. You get up there and start swinging a consistent bat, you're going to be in the lineup. Yeah, pretty much every offensive player on our roster has had an opportunity to hit yeah, this every, year. Everybody's so. had chances. I mean, I, I've i never seen a year where I come to the park, I have no idea what the well, lineup's going to be. Well, I don't think Coach Littlewood does when he goes to bed at night either. Yeah, I mean, we have a, we have coaches meeting, and we talk about it, and it's like, let's give this guy a try. Let's give this guy a try. Just keep rolling him out there and see who's going to make it happen. Pitch to Nyberg is up high for a ball. Well, they're playing hard, you know, 7-7. Seven and seven. With as young a team as they are, it's, a, it's actually a pretty good start. They played a great schedule. Coming home next week to start the conference. Three games that really count against uh, Loyola Marymount. You know, uh, Brent, what, an interesting conversation we had today as a coaching staff is we were kind of trying to compare these guys to some other freshmen that we have had in our program. We'll see this pitch here. Pitch to Nyberg, and that ball's hammered up the middle for a base hit. Hobbs, good piece of hitting right there. Just took a pitch on the outside part of the plate and lined it into uh, center field. We kind of we elated that this offense right now is kind of like Bronson Larson in our mind where they have all this talent as coming as a freshman and we give him a chance to play early and he struggled he just couldn't quite figure it out as a freshman it, it, he just didn't have a great year that year and then sophomore year he got better junior year even better and then by his senior yeah. year he was a player of the year candidate yeah, you know just, 15 home runs 350 61 RBIs and it's like that's the type of kids that these guys could be they just got to keep getting better well, you know the the kids that you recruited. I mean, it was one of the top recruiting Absolutely. classes in the nation. Just a matter of kind of getting things turned around a little bit. And there, nobody has the secret sauce or the formula. You just have to stay with them and uh, know that uh, it's going to happen eventually. Yep, it's just part of how it goes. Pitch is over for a strike uh, to Hayden Latham. Uh, Latham uh, hit a sharp single his first time up. Latham um, stepping in, a junior out of Rexburg, Idaho. Transfer from College of Southern Idaho. That pitch is down low. And, you know, interesting, uh, always to me, the, the recruiting effort of, uh, you know, freshman high school kids versus versus the JC kids. I know, what, three or four years ago, Coach Littlewood went kind of heavy JC route, and it didn't work out that well. Yeah, you just it's it's always a mixture. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. 
we've kind of figured out the last couple of years, you know, one or two guys a year is probably a good mixture. Yeah. And so you, the, the reason why is when that year that they brought in all those JC kids, like I think there was nine of them, is then there's a big chemistry issue because then you have guys that are coming in expecting to play as older juniors, and but they don't have part of the culture yet, and they haven't really learned to play at that level, and they didn't really gel very well. It's nice to have a mixture of young and old. Pitches outside for a ball. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I think to, to build a real yep. top-flight program, you've got to do it through high school kids. You know, there will be those J.C. kids that, uh, well, Latham, a great example. I mean, he was player of the year in his conference. Yep. And uh, for two straight years, I mean, this kid's dynamite wanted to come to BYU. Pitches up high for a ball. Well, and he was offered offered close to $200,000 to sign at a junior college last year and chose, hey, no, I want to go to BYU and – and have a great year and try to, you know, have a good experience. And he had probably 15 Division One offers he could have chose from. He's a, he's a talented kid. But, again, you're now at the Division One level facing pitching. Uh, at the J- at JC level, you might face one guy a weekend that has elite stuff, not every starter and every bullpen guy. And so it makes it tough when it, you just a lot more pressure offensively. And he's going to figure it out, though. He's, he's talented. Latham steps back in, and he pops it up. Center fielder coming over, and uh, he will get there, camped under it, makes the catch for out number one. little pop fly out to uh, Trinkle for the first out, and that will bring Deming to the plate. Austin grounded out to the shortstop his first time up. Lesser will pitch tomorrow for the Cougars, and the uh, OSU is going to have Bryce Osmond he is a freshman, a very highly recruited kid. And uh, as their number three day guy. That game again, noon here, 11 o'clock back in Utah. And we'll have it both for you on 107.9 BYU-FM and 960 AM. Next week, all three games will be back on. We'll be on the air pretty much for every game from here on in. Pitch is down low. We hope for good weather next weekend. Uh, first of our night games, uh, Thursday and Friday night at 6. And uh, Saturday at 1 against the uh, Lions of LMU. Uh, always a, a good club. Pitch is uh, over for a strike. Although they did lose Jason Gill, their head coach. Now, yeah, they lost their head coach. And he then... went to, uh, uh, where did he go? He's a UC, USC head USC, coach. Yeah, yeah. and uh, Valenzuela, the St. Mary's, went yeah. to Long Beach, In Long right? Beach, yeah. Both are doing really good this year. Their teams are playing well. Campbell throws to first, and back in safely is Nyberg. Deming one for five in the series. Deming out of... Uh, Santa Clara, Utah, playing his sophomore year. Played a bunch as a freshman last year. And here is Campbell's pitch, and Deming pops it up. Same location. Center fielder Trinkle going over, and he makes the catch for out number two. Yeah, good swing there. Just barely got under it. Abe Valdez now will step in. Abe uh, grounded out to the second baseman, uh, Max Hewitt, his first time up. 
Yeah, a lot of movement in the conference this year, and uh, and uh, a lot of teams having putting up some good numbers. Yeah, Pepperdine. The last time we looked, they would only lost one time. Yep, and Pepperdine's doing great. Portland starting hot. Santa Clara is the team that's really surprising me. Pepperdine yeah. always has a good yeah. team. They're competitive, but they, they played a good RPI. They yeah. played a good schedule too. Santa Clara has played some teams. They went to Georgia, won a game there, had a chance to win another game, and Georgia was number five in the country at the time. So, yeah, it's a uh, and that Santa Clara team. They're all back offensively from last year's team. Got them in Provo this year. The pitch is outside. There goes Nyberg. He slides in, and he is out at second base. Went in head first. And the throw right on the bag, and he kind of slid into the throw. So a good throw there by Brock Mathis, and the Cougars are retired here in the fourth inning. No runs, one hit, no errors, and nobody left. We are through three and a half, three nothing. Cowboys over the Cougars on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're listening to Cougar Baseball. Alongside Tuckett Slade, here's Brent Norton. Go to the bottom of the fourth, 3-0 Oklahoma State over BYU. Alex Garcia will lead it off. He is the first baseman for the Cowboys. We're talking about the West Coast Conference. Pepperdine uh, 10-1, Portland 10-1, San Diego 9-2. But the most impressive, Santa Clara has played the sixth toughest schedule in the nation, and they are 8-5. and five. Pacific seven and five, BYU now seven and seven, LMU five and seven, and then Gonzaga, who has picked to win the conference, uh, they have the worst RPI of any team in the league as far as schedule, and they're only three and eight. The Cougars have beaten them one time this year. There's a ground ball head out to Watkins. Watkins has been busy out there, and boy, he makes a nice pickup and a nice throw backhand style. One man out. Like Coach Littlewood says, he doesn't make the spectacular plays, doesn't have the spectacular range, but just makes every play that's in front of him. Yeah, he reminds me of Hayden Hayden yeah. Nielsen, you know, just any ball at him and in his area, he's just going to make the play, and that's what you need. Watkins Player of the Year last year, Pleasant Grove High, and he's pretty much been a fixture. He's uh, They've had Pintar short a little bit this year, but I think Watkins is going to be the guy there, and Pintar pretty much at second. Yeah, I think that's how it's going to fare out. And then third base will be a little bit of a mixture, depending on matchups. Hewitt steps in, the second baseman, and the first pitch is over for a strike. And going into the season, the outfield we have tonight is the outfield that we think we were going to have throughout the year with the returning guys, Mitch and Jelly. But with Jelly's health and and uh, tough start, you know, he's been a little bit in and out of the lineup. And then Jaron Hall plays played a little bit there. We've played Hunter Swap. You know, we've played some guys, given them opportunities. Well, the Jaron Hall thing is a whole, yeah. you know, different uh, thing. Uh, very, very difficult. Uh, Jaron really, if he played more baseball, there's no doubt in my mind he would be a top five-round pick. I mean, just with his skill set. Yeah, he's. I mean, look what he did in New Mexico last week, right? Had an unbelievable weekend. And he's been playing baseball for about a month this year, so... Line drive, and Watkins snags it for out number two. Oh, you hate that as a hitter, Brent. Yeah. <laughs> you're Hewitt, you're just like, oh, I hit that on the screws. Brock Mathis now steps in. So, yeah, Jaron will join the Cougars when he can. Now, next week I'm sure he'll be in the dugout against uh, yep. Loyola. 
but uh, he's right in the middle of spring football battling for that number one quarterback yeah, battling, job. battling, open job there for him, and I hope he can just stay healthy. Because yeah. in my opinion, the best quarter of football, a half of football we played all last year was the first half against Utah State. We, we were clicking on all cylinders, and he was the starting quarterback. First pitch, a swing and a miss by Mathis. I agree, and then we haven't talked about Ryan Sapiti. Here's a kid that can light up a baseball. Yep. I, mean, I mean, coming Strong. back, he probably was in your top two or three guys offensively. And he tore a pec muscle. He's out for the year, and that was a severe blow to the Cougars offensively, a swing and a miss for strike two. Yeah, he had successful surgery um, actually yesterday, and so he's out for the year. Had to take a medical redshirt year this year and and be out, but he's a guy that the way that he ended the season last year, we expected him to come in, and the way that he hit in the fall, Brent, he was killing the baseball. Swing and a miss. Good inning. And a Mathis strikes out on three pitches, and the Cowboys are retired here. No runs, hits, or errors. We're through four complete now. Three-nothing Cowboys over the Cougars on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Baseball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. All right, back here in Stillwater, Oklahoma, Brent Norton, Tuckett Slade bringing you BYU Cougar Baseball. Cougars down three to nothing to the Cowboys on a beautiful, bright, sunny day. Very little wind, which is abnormal for Stillwater, Oklahoma. And the crowd has turned out last night. There was a little under 400 here. I think this place holds 4,000. Just getting ready to move into a brand new facility in a couple of weeks in the open Big 12 play against uh, TCU. Big curveball to Valdez is a strike. Talking to the coaching staff of, of Oklahoma State this morning when they took us through that tour. and Abe hits this one pretty well. Center fielder going back. He's going to get there and make the catch. Trinkle got a good jump on that ball and was able to run it down just shy of the warning track. It's a good swing, though. That's the type of aggressive swings we want. But going back to that story, they, you know, we were talking to them, and they said, you know, this, this ballpark that we're playing in now, it's, it's old, and it's, it's one of the worst parks in the league just because of, of how old it is and, and beat up it is. And we've lost some big-time recruits in state because why would they want to come here? Like, yeah, they want to come play for the program, but when you can go to these other programs in our in our conference that have better facilities, we'll go there because they win too. Yeah. And he says, now that we're going to have this mecca of a of a field over there, the best one of the field, best fields in the country, he said, I guarantee you, the local kids will be keeping a lot of them. And so, and I, and I agree because yeah. what what we saw today and what they're going to be having available to them, Brent, it's unbelievable. The the video team room, the locker room. The, the batting cages to the small field to the weight room to the mud room to the training room to I mean there's so many things that you have there that's like are you kidding me this is beautiful this is this is better than most double A ballparks well, well I would even say tri- triple yeah, A as absolutely. far as absolutely the detail oh for that sure is done for sure the detail and how it's 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 totally configured and made for a collegiate, I mean, a top yeah, collegiate program. It is. As uh, Jellet steps in, and he gets plunked, squared to bunt, came in and hit him on the arm. So the Cougars have a base runner, and Brock Watkins will step in. Brock uh, popped up to the first baseman his first time at the plate today. And here is a quick throw to first base, and uh, Jellet back in safely. 
I doubt down three to nothing you're going to see uh, see uh, Jelly go anywhere here. You could possibly see a hit and run though. That might be an hit action, you yeah. know, just to try to get things going. But uh, pitch to Watkins popped up. Boy, Cougars have seen done that a lot today. Left fielder coming in had a hard time picking it up. Now he sees it, makes the catch for the out. Yeah, just, I mean, the swings are better today. We're putting more balls in play, but that's about the fifth pop-up to that short center field that we've had today. That brings up Pintar to the plate. Andrew has uh, flown to right, hit the ball hard, but uh, just short of the warning track. And, you know, right here, if Pintar could somehow hook a ball down the left field line right here and let Jellich run a little bit and just kind of spark this team, they're going to loosen up. We've just seen it so much this year. Quick throw over and uh, Jelilich back in safely. We are in the top of the fifth inning. 3-0 Oklahoma State over BYU. Oklahoma State, a uh, couple of, or a two-run home run after scoring one in the first. That's been the difference in this ballgame. Cougars with two hits so far in the game. Yeah, and see, they only have the three hits. Oklahoma so State with three. Yeah. Pitches up high. And the two runs they got last night were, uh, yep. you know, a hit batter, a and walk, a, walk. Yep. a wild pitch, a bunt that uh, I'm still not convinced was a single. Yeah. But it was uh, ruled a single, and uh, that was in the eighth inning, and that was that was the difference in that ball game. So the, it's not like the Cougars – did anything terrible to lose that ball game. That pitch is over for a strike to Pintar. So just one of those times the team feels a little bit snake bit. I mean, like yep. you said, got to get get something in an alley, get something down the line, let uh, Jelly run a little bit, score a run, get that uh, dugout to life as Pintar swings and misses on a pitch off the plate. And the count... Uh, to Pentar with two strikes will step back in. Peyton Coles on deck. And here's the pitch to Pentar, and that ball's fouled up and out of play. Justin Campbell came in with an ERA over seven. But, uh, you know, he hasn't been overpowering with the strikeouts, but uh, he certainly got the Cougars to hit a lot of fly ball outs here this afternoon. Yeah, he's definitely a guy that's hittable. He he does mix it up. He's a four-pitch mix, but uh, doesn't locate as well as we saw last night. You know, we've had some pitches to hit today and just been getting under him just a little bit. He is a freshman out of Simi Valley, California. Not sure how he got out of California and came to Stillwater, but he's here. Yep. I mean, when you are want to play for a program that's just nationally relevant, Pintar swings and misses, goes down on strikes for out number three, and the Cougars are retired. They left one man on base. We're through four and a half. Three-nothing Cowboys over the Cougars on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Baseball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now back to the ballpark and Brent Norton. 7-8-9 due up for Oklahoma State. Cade Cabanis steps in, left-handed hitter, and the first pitch from Cy Nielsen is over for call strike one. 
Nielsen, the big, tall left-hander, rocks and fires, and that pitch is just a little bit low for a ball. So a ball and a strike to Cabanus. He struck out his first time up. Ball fouled at the plate. And quickly the count goes to one and two. Yeah, the sequence that Cy had against him last time was one of those ones as a hitter. You just like tip your cap. He got me on that one. I had no chance. Ball and two strikes. Here's the pitch. Ground ball. Hit out toward the first baseman. And he's got it on to Nielsen. And got him just by... Maybe a half a step. Boy, very, very close. I had a hard time finding the bag. So he has called out the... uh, Like they're going to challenge the play. Yeah, they are going to challenge that play. And we do not have video in this booth. So uh, umpire's coming in. The home plate, third base umpire coming in. What big win by the BYU volleyball team last night. Uh, traveling to Hawaii, the number one and two teams in the nation. Hawaii number one, BYU number two, and BYU sweeps through them. I guess a dominating performance by the Cougars, and they'll go out of it again tonight. So congratulations to Coach Olmstead and the BYU volleyball team. They had a chance to go to their last game against Stanford last weekend, and uh, pretty fun, great team. So we do have a replay going on in the ballpark. Tuckett's gone over to the ESPN booth to uh, take a look at that replay. Three nothing, Oklahoma State leading the Cougars. I went over and checked the booth and asked the guys. They said, oh, it's close. It's 50-50. So usually that means calling the field stands if there's not. But we'll see what they what they do. Remember, you're in Big 12 country, yep. so you never know. Say Nielsen now with 49 pitches. Is, uh, he's had a good outing. One mistake, that pitch on the home run ball has yeah. uh, been the only mistake really Cy has made in the ball game. And he has kept the Cougars, call and they are going to call him out. Yep. So Cabanus out on the ground ball, 3-1 on the put out. Again, so, that ball was hit well into the hole, and I think uh, Demi did the right thing to go over and glove the yeah, ball. Sure. Cy was maybe a little bit tardy getting there, and then he, Kind of had a hard time finding the bag. Yeah, and that's a coach's challenge. You get two of those in a game. And then from the seventh inning on, the home plate umpire can decide if something needs to be challenged. So, And you can do, you can challenge outer safe on force outs or tag plays and fair foul on balls past the bag. Dean Nicola steps in, but that's it, right? That's, yeah, that's all it, you yeah. can. Mm-hmm. Like Coach Littlewood uh, couldn't have challenged that uh, interference call. No, he couldn't. It's not a challengeable call. 
One won the count on Di Nicola. He struck out his first time up. Di Nicola, a right-handed hitter, as we mentioned, a transfer out of West Virginia, playing now for Oklahoma State. You know, to, to really compete in the Big 12, I mean, we, we've been talking about the facilities, and you come to Stillwater, and it's about, as we mentioned, it's 50, 60, 70 miles from any really major airport. So you have to have the facilities to, to draw the recruits yeah, for sure. and the athletes to your city. Yeah, it's uh, it wasn't easy getting into here. Here's Nielsen's pitch. Swing and a miss for strike three, and Di Nicola goes down for the second time. Yeah, 90-mile-an-hour fastball running away right there. Good pitch by Cy. I was talking to their ops guy this morning and said, hey, how – how often do you guys in conference play have to fly? And he said, really, West Virginia is the only school every other year. We have to fly to them every other year. Um, and so they'll just charter a flight out of the local airport here to make it easier. Um, but uh, everything else is within, you know, seven, eight hours so they can drive everything. Noah Seifert steps in. He's the left fielder, and the first pitch is down low, ball one. He was hit by a pitch when uh, Sai kind of tumbled off yeah. the mound. Tumbled is the right call right there. Uh, big guy falling down. Here's the 1-0. Swing and a miss, 1-1. One one. Wish I would have film of that because. You could use that against oh, him. Oh, yeah, and he's the most, like, happy-go-lucky, funny guy. If you had that, it's one of those ones you could show every single day in the locker room and get the guys laughing. 1-1 one, one pitch. Fouled straight back. Well, this, this by far, of all of his starts this year, this is the one that he's pitched the best in. And it's against the best competition. He looks, he's locked in. He's made two mistakes, right? He gave up the leadoff double on an 0-2 pitch, and then he got rushed for a home run. And other than that, he's pitched fantastic this game. I mean, we're talking about a Big 12 offensive team that won their league last year, picked to win it again, or picked second this year, right? And they came in top 25 nationally in offense. So... And so far, three hits now and four and two-thirds innings. Just two really big hits. That was the difference. Two-two pitch. He went around on a pitch in the dirt. Uh, Abe has to come up and throw to first for the out. Nice so back-to-back strikeouts by Nielsen. And the Cowboys are retired in the inning. We are through five complete now. Three-nothing. Cowboys over the Cougars on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. For more BYU baseball, let's rejoin Brent Norton. All right, back here in uh, Stillwater. Brent Norton, Tuckett Slade, top of the sixth we go. Cowboys leading the Cougars 3 to nothing. Cougars will send uh, to the plate to 9-1-2. and two. Peyton Cole will lead it off. Peyton has only had one at bat, flew out to deep right field his first time up there. And the first pitch is down low, ball one. Cole, McIntyre, and Nyberg, the hitters for the Cougars here in the sixth. Nice changeup right there, drops in for a strike. Well, this is the time. Cole's second time, and then everyone else is going to be their third time coming through, and they've seen everything. It's time to get it going right now. 1-1 pitch. Cole swings and misses another changeup. Yeah, really good changeup. And the count now 1-2 and two on Peyton Cole, a freshman out of Las Vegas. 
Pitch is outside. Came back with a fastball off the plate. When they shift like this with the left-handers with two outs and they leave the whole six hole and third base open, oh, man, I just would just, just stay inside and just hit a two-hopper to third, and it's a hit. Cole swings and misses another changeup. Like that pitch right there, Brent, if you just stay back on it and hit it as deep as you possibly can, you're going to hit it weak, but you're going to hit a routine ball to third base, and guess what? Nobody's there, and it's a single, yeah. you know? Well, they do it on every hitter. Yep. I mean, two strikes, they move that the entire infield over. Yep. The analytics of the game are are uh, mind-boggling. You still kind of wonder why, or you know, wh why would they do that? But they've got the analytics to prove that it uh, that it's a percentage play. McIntyre swings and fouls it straight back. Boy, he had a pitch to hit right there. 88 mile an hour fastball, belt high down the middle. He just fouled it straight back. Pitch to Mitch is over for a call. Strike two. Mitch is. Uh, 0 for 5 in the series against Oklahoma State. And again, here we go with the, the big shift. Yeah, big two-strike two lefty shift. Shortstop well over on the second base side. and uh, <laughs> I like it. And that's a bunt like uh, with it. two strikes, and so he will be out. He did it on his own right there. He tried to just bunt it down to third to get a hit. Doing what I, I, I actually applaud him for he's struggling this weekend. He's just trying to get on base right there. And you've got to get it down there. You can't foul it off or, or else you're automatically out, but I'm okay with at least trying something. Two men out, and Hobbs Nyberg steps to the plate. Nyberg one for two. He singled his last time up. And there's a curveball that drops in for a strike. So Nyberg trying to get something going here for the Cougars with two men out, and he fouls that pitch off. 0-2. The one thing, you know, Campbell up to close to 70, yeah, over 70, 72 pitches now, but he's, he throws a lot of strikes. And here's the pitch to Hobbs. Checked his swing on a pitch that's off the plate. Hobbs' last at bat got, uh, bat got a single on two strikes, just battled. Here's the pitch to Nyberg. Curveball way outside. So Nyberg trying to get on base in front of uh, Latham. And here's the pitch to Hobbs. A swing and a miss. As Christensen strikes out the side here in the inning. We're through five and a half, three nothing, Oklahoma State over BYU on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Baseball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Top of the order for Oklahoma State as we go to the bottom of the sixth. Moral, Trinkle, and Pokovich up for the Cowboys. I... Nielsen, five innings pitch. He's thrown 56 pitches, giving up three runs on three hits. So he's done about as well as you'd expect this young freshman to do. He's been outstanding. First pitch over for a strike. Yeah, I love to see that he's been really efficient so far this game. You know, he got hit a couple times hard for some runs, but he's had really high pitch counts his first two starts, so first three starts. So 
Here's the 0-1, strike two call, fastball on the outside corner. Owen two to Morrill, who is uh, one for two today, doubled in the first and struck out in the third. Now a timeout called at the plate. 0-2 here. Size he's had a little trouble making his 0-2 pitches a little too good at times today. We'll see if we can waste one. Good pitch there down low for ball one. Yeah, when change up, try to get a swing and a miss down away. That's exactly where that ball should be. Here's Nielsen out of the windup in the pitch. A little bit low again, ball two. Game tomorrow noon here in Stillwater, 11 a.m. back in Provo. We'll have them for you on both channels, 107.9 and 107.9 FM and uh, 9.60 a.m. Strike three called. Good curveball. Got Morrill looking. Yeah, backdoor breaking ball right there. He just let it go, and it came back on the backside. Great pitch for strike three. Caden Trinkle will now step in. This guy did the damage, the two-run home run back in the third. Good-looking freshman. Center fielders made several plays in the outfield. And you think he'll throw him a first-pitch fastball again, Brent? I don't Brent? think so. <laughs> Trinkle had a sack button in the first. Oh, he did. Run. And there's a ball that uh, must have hit off of uh, Trinkle. Yeah, foul tip it off his front foot. Everybody was going after it. I love that. Sai said, I don't care if you hit a home run. I'm going to come at you with my best pitch and got strike one. No balls and a strike to Trinkle. He is a true freshman out of Hillsboro, Texas. Well, Brent's a 3 nothing game. Our best offensive innings are coming up. We've been a really good 7th and 8th inning offensive team. Had some big-time comebacks this year. Keep putting up zeros and give us a chance. Swing and a miss. Fastball. Good pitch there by Nielsen. And the count 0-1-2 on Trinkle. Put him away right here. Nielsen's pitch again. This one again up and off of his foot. Good battle by Trinkle because that slider had him fooled. Basically a one-arm half swing just to even foul tip it. Caden Trinkle, hitting just a little over 300 in his first year of Division I baseball. As he steps back in, and Kimball or uh, Cy Nielsen with a long look in. Now he steps out, reset himself. Polkovich is on deck, and here's the pitch. Strike three called outside corner. Boy, just painted the corner. Four straight strikeouts by, by Cy here. Yeah, and, and Abe was throwing that ball to third base before the umpire even called strike three. That ball was so painted. That'll bring Polkovich to the plate. As Kimball looks in, here's the pitch. And that's a little bit low for ball one. Again, it's weird how the shadow works now. That's kind of moved over to the it first has, base yeah. side. But 
now there's kind of a new shadow from the grandstand. <laughs> yeah, there is. That's taken the spot. And so the ball's still coming out of the sun, bright sunshine into the shadow. Here's the pitch from Nielsen, and that's grounded foul. I think this Polkovich is a really, really good player. He can really hit. Every swing he takes, he just, he's like locked in, level swing, on time. Nielsen again, long look in, now timeout call. Polkovich, uh, one for two today, a single and an RBI. They came back in the first inning. He's a junior out of Edmond, Oklahoma. That ball hit pretty well. Left fielder, however, Latham is there, and he will make the catch for the out. And Oklahoma State is retired in order here in the sixth. We're through six complete, three nothing. Cowboys over the Cougars on your new skin, BYU Sports Network.